Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Um, if you are listening to this in real time, we took a um, mini vacation from last week since it was Memorial Day on Monday, and that was just, you know, I took a four-day weekend off, and most of you were probably hanging out doing something fun by the pool, um, grilling, so we didn't have a podcast. But that's okay, because we're back into the routine this week. Um, before we dive into our topic, I wanted to share some fun stories and topics from my followers. So on my um, Instagram stories, my Instagram's Tina Wyland Fit. If you want to check me out, that's usually where I live. Um, I ask some fun questions and I get some crazy responses. The two big questions I asked was, what was your worst dating experience ever? And what has been like the craziest fad diet you've ever done and your guys's responses they never um let me down so i am going to be sharing some of those with you so the first one that i got and these are going to be all anonymous obviously was for the worst dating experience she found out that the dude was in a drug ring and she ended up submitting an anonymous tip to the feds that is wild um (laughs) she went on to elaborate a little bit saying that like when she went to this person's house she like saw like all these guns and all this crazy stuff like that looked kind of out of the ordinary not like oh i just you know have a couple guns as a hobby or like this is my gun for protection and like he apparently threatened her and like said all this stuff like, if you tell anybody, I'm going to shoot you. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I would be terrified if I walked into that situation. I feel like this is why, like, Tinder dating. I mean, I sound really old when I say this. But, like, I don't even think... When I was dating, I don't even think Tinder was a thing. So I'm glad that I was not in the Tinder era. <laughs> I found my husband when I was, like, 18. Um, so I lucked out there. <laughs> um, so that's the first one. Uh, this one's interesting. The guy who told me to lick his face as wet as possible, like his entire face. We weren't even having sex. Um, yeah. What would you do in that situation? Like, (laughs) just, you know, someone tells you to lick their face. Like, I mean, at that point, wouldn't you just, like, want a dog or something? (laughs) Like, that is so strange. So strange. Especially, like, on a first date. Mm a red flag um here's another one. First date at a mall and he had his hand on the back of my neck guiding me around oh no 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 can you imagine that like i can see a hand on your lower back even then you're like mm. like if they're leading you or something like that um hand on your butt but your neck that's such a weird like these people have to be having some like they have to be having some kinks and then um the last one from the dating section i got was told me on the first date he's he only wears women's underwear 24 7 so this isn't terrible a little strange but i have to admit i have to give the guy some points for being so upfront on the first date (laughs) Um, but hey, if, if that's what he wants, maybe they're more comfortable. I don't know. But yeah, so th- <laughs> those were those things. Um, 
As far as the diets go, I did that one actually yesterday, and the two big responses I got, because there's some wild diets out there, um, I got the soup diet as being one of the worst fad diets they've ever done. She had elaborated and said she found it like a couple years ago, um, and you're supposed to eat, I guess, certain meals with it and then the soup. I've heard a different reiteration of the soup diet. Like, I've heard where it's strictly just soup, where it's all liquids. And something I mentioned, which I didn't even really think of until um, she gave me that answer, was if you did this long-term, because that diet you're only supposed to do for a week, which I don't get the benefit or purpose of that. You're essentially just, like, what, starving yourself for a week to maybe lose some water weight. But if you did this long-term... Um, imagine how much sodium one you would be consuming like uh, because we're always so critical of diets like oh don't drink diet coke it has too many chemicals don't drink this it's artificial or don't eat this okay but how much sodium would you be consuming if you consume soup (laughs) and think about how little protein you're probably getting now granted um broth broth does have some protein in it usually the higher quality like bone broth is gonna be a better source but that gets pricey um i think it still has a good amount of sodium but you're not really getting meat in there unless you had like a stew or if you made like chicken noodle soup with like real chicken and then at that point you'd be making these homemade soups so i don't know i still don't think it would be that great um be a lot of liquids <laughs> so that was an interesting one uh the other one was i mean infamous the keto diet but she had mentioned that she got kidney stones from the keto diet can you believe that like that that's a very real thing i actually um train a client at my gym and she um i think she just has some sort of issue um what's the best way to describe it like she i don't think she has a, the proper enzymes in her stomach my dad has the same issue too um to break down calcium so she'll actually get um she's gotten bone spurs she has scoliosis and um she gets kidney stones so she has to watch what she eats and drinks and for someone like that let's say that maybe she's had these things and maybe she hasn't been properly diagnosed and then she wants to try the keto diet that puts her at risk for these kidney stones um because she's at higher risk of getting them in general um my dad actually takes like a certain like enzyme you put on like a couple drops on your tongue and it helps like to break down stuff it's not like a hundred percent but it helps um i don't think his is obviously as severe as hers um but it is interesting to know that stuff like that exists and of course that's like a one in how many people chance but still when you're eating that much fat um yeah you could be prone to a lot of things think of like gout um those come from high fat diets and like the thing that people i i think it's so funny like i get that there's a way to do quote unquote maybe like healthier keto like a more like you're not putting a stick of butter in your coffee but these things get abused and it's just it's so contradictory in the space like oh sugar's horrible for you but i'm gonna put a stick of butter in my coffee and i'm gonna just eat all fats and no carbs and like that's fine (laughs) like no or like oh i still eat vegetables i don't care what you say vegetables are carbs they are and you're probably not in a low enough 
um, carb intake to experience actual ketosis. What is happening is you're forcing yourself to not eat the carby foods like potato chips and gummy worms and cake, um, even alcohol, because alcohol is mainly a lot of carbs and sugars, and things that are really carby tend to have a ton of sugars in them, even fruit, even though they're natural. Um, All these things, you're forcing yourself not to eat those things, which have more calories, and then you're losing weight because of that. (laughs) It's true. And if you overeat on the keto diet, you will gain weight on that as well (laughs) but it's a lot harder i feel like to overeat on fats and like calorie wise at least fats and proteins versus carbs and carbs i mean fats and and proteins tend to keep you fuller longer um but carbs oh my god like think of a pop tart you eat a pop tart and you're hungry in like not even an hour (laughs) um so yeah, just my rant on that. I just get so upset with the the fitness industry in general with this because like I just oh, so many people, they always try to poke holes and I get into it as well. Like you you kind of get into this mode where you're like eating something because you want to be, me especially as a fitness professional, I want to be healthy. I want to be well-rounded. I hear so many people's stories and different perspectives of things where they go through these conditions. And it, it does scare you sometimes because you're like, oh, shoot, it can happen to anybody. And you just want to live your life. Um, and sometimes avoiding certain foods, if it really stresses you out that much, I want you to ask yourself, is it worth it? Um, everything in moderation, honestly. There, I truly believe there's some people out there that they just truly enjoy. Like, I've met people that just, they enjoy plain foods. They want, like, plain chicken, rice, broccoli. They're good. Not me. I grew up, like, really enjoying food. Um, and food is more of a social thing for me food is an experience for me when me and my husband travel we enjoy sampling the different foods in the areas and trying out new things and it's joyful for us so for me limiting like if you told me you can't have this or you can't have that no (laughs) that's just a no-no for me and again it's in moderation if you do this every once in a while and you're not pounding back like mountain dews doritos um salty foods here and there and like like pounding like energy drinks like all this stuff if you're not doing that every day you're fine. (laughs) You're fine. Because for all the people out there who are telling me that sugar is poison, and carbs are bad for you, and too much of this is bad for you, and protein causes kid too much protein causes kidney failure. I want you to tell me then how there are sports athletes who are 24 years old that um, drop dead because of heart attacks. Or there are people that have never smoked a day in their life run marathons are super healthy. And they get lung cancer. Um, the g- Bad things happen to good people. And you honestly have to just live your life. That is my thought process on that. You obviously want a better quality of life. And like obviously if you eat like garbage, your chances of it catching up to you and getting something from it are higher. Um, but again, everything in moderation. If you're moving a couple times a week, if you're drinking your water, you're trying to get a good balance of nutrients, but then you eat a donut here and there, or you do whatever you enjoy here or there, have a drink once or twice a week, it will not kill you. It won't. So 
just keep that in mind. <laughs> Sorry, I went on a little bit of a rant. Um, another thing, which I, I don't think I mentioned to my Instagram story at this point, because um, like I said, I live on Instagram. You may be the first ones to hear about this, but so um, I was planning on running a six week challenge and it just didn't work out. It was supposed to launch June 6th, so that'll be probably the Monday this episode comes out. And the truth of the matter is, is my challenges are really fun, but nobody really wanted to do it. And I have no shame in admitting that. Um, and I think it was because it's the summertime and people are going on vacation, which makes 100% total sense. And I just got so excited to make a challenge that I wasn't even thinking about that. So what I was thinking of doing was some sort of challenge or just group experience um, where we can focus on working out in the summer. And I wanted to emphasize all of the struggles that people go through, whether it be what do you eat when you're on vacation? How do you eat when you're on vacation? What do you do with with alcoholic drinks? Um, How do you get workouts in? What are workouts that maybe like what if you don't want to work out in a hotel gym? What if you um, don't want to work out in your hotel room? Because I'll tell you what, when I went away for two weeks to Vermont and we rented a very nice hotel that had a very nice gym, um, I I maybe went two times to the gym, but I'll tell you, we hiked the tallest point in Vermont <laughs> um, and that was uh, quite a workout. So like little things like that, um, I want, I just want to inform you more of because I feel like that like people feel that they feel lost, you know, when they're on vacation or Um, just in the summer in general, like I see less people in the gym, you know, they're outside doing more activities, whether that's gardening, canoeing, um, biking, there's a lot of good options going for the park, going to the park, trying to do a workout in the park. Like there are so many cool options available to you in the summer that look a little bit less traditional and I feel like aren't touched upon enough so I do want to bring more awareness to that in the workout space in the nutrition space um so that's what we're going to be chatting about this summer um and like I said I don't know if I want it to be a formal challenge at the moment I might just make it more of kind of like an educational theme for everyone um to experience if I did some sort of challenge that would be interesting um because challenges help hold people accountable but yeah we'll be pushing the six-week challenge back which I think it's a smart decision probably closer to when school's back in session um because I know there is a lot of interest for training around that time. Summer tends to be a slower time in the fitness realm because everybody's on vacation, everybody's doing things. Um, so I'm actually going on vacation myself the end of June. So yeah, just wanted to announce that. Black. Okay, 
Hey guys, so diving right into the episode, I know I had mentioned um, be on the lookout for summer sessions because that little tidbit was pre-recorded, but I figured why not hop into it right now? So um, the day this podcast comes out, it will be a Monday, and if you go on my Instagram, Tina Wyland Fit, there um, will be a post with the little cute summer sessions education series um, logo on it and it is about my three holy grail tips to not lose progress on vacation and I wanted to take the time to elaborate on that because Instagram you know we got a short attention span so I cannot go as in depth as I would like to on each of these topics so um, number one find a way to move Yes. Um, Basically what I said is it's 100% okay to relax most of the time on vacation. You are definitely entitled to that. Um, We work hard enough throughout the year and a lot of people, they only get one vacation a year if they get one vacation a year. So I don't blame them when they just like kind of go all out. Um, But I encourage you, depending on where you're going to try to find a way to get at least a little bit of movement in because even if you lay down for a while, it can do more harm than help. I mean, your joints start to get achy. You kind of get bored of like laying down that long unless maybe you are chronically exhausted, which at that point I would recommend (laughs) that you seek help of a doctor or really take a look. Like if you feel like you need to, um, you're so exhausted that you need to lay down for hours and hours at a time, You may need to look into see, like, are you getting enough water? Are you eating the proper foods? Are you getting enough sleep regularly? Which, unfortunately, is a huge problem for a lot of us. Um, A lot, a lot of us. So, you know, just something to be aware of. But moving, it's one of those things where it sounds like, ugh, I have to do work. But you end up feeling better in the long run. Um, So things like, is there a place that you can hike wherever you're at you know are you near the mountains are you near a forest are you by a lake um could you rent kayaks or go wakeboarding the ones where you like stand up on it um go swimming if you're at the beach I mean walk the beach in the morning like this doesn't have to be a workout you could just wake up and like watch the sunrise walk along the shore um trust me that sand gives your calves a workout but it feels so nice Um, You get some foot exfoliation in there, you see some crabs, you see some seagulls. Um, I will tell you that wherever me and Derek go, we always do something as far as movement for the most part and weather permitting, Um, even if it's like literally going to a local park, like a normal park and walking on a paved walkway. You don't have to like hike the tallest point, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And if worse comes to worse, um, does your hotel have a gym? Hit up the gym, you know, just do some sort of movement. You will, you know, thank me for it later and you'll probably get some cool opportunities out of it. Um, even biking, just different things like that. There are a lot of great experiences to be seen. Even something like, let's say you go to Disney World. Um, you don't need to put an exercise in there because trust me, I've worn my (laughs) Fitbit walking around Disney World. You're getting like over 20,000 steps. Definitely more than that. Just from how big like amusement parks are, you're walking a lot. So again, take that into consideration. Um, 
at least be aware of the movement that you're doing because um, there are a lot of times when you are on vacation relaxing, but you're getting movement in um, or just make a conscious effort to get more in. Okay, so that's number one. Um, Number two, just choose one. Um, This is a good rule of mine. Now, like everything, everything in moderation, this applies to food um, and you know, you don't have to do this every time because don't get me wrong, I um, don't always follow this rule. <laughs> so my just choose one rule means when you go out to eat, there's um, a lot of fun add-ons, things like drinks, like alcoholic drinks or maybe just sugary drinks, um, an appetizer or dessert. I encourage you, if you are worried about, you know, staying on track and things like that, to just pick one and this doesn't have to be for every meal um you know because there's a ton of meals let's say you're on vacation for a week that's a lot of opportunities for different things um so keep that in mind if you're feeling worried like you're gonna miss out on something that's a lot of opportunity um to get different types of foods so really think about it and don't just I feel like what I'm trying to push with this is that a lot of people just and I've experienced this myself a lot of people want to get everything just to have it like their eyes are bigger than their stomach right like you're like ooh, that looks good that looks good that looks good you get it and then you try to finish it all and you end up feeling disgusting and you're like oh why did I do that and you feel like crap the rest of the day um and it like wasn't worth it So that's why I encourage you to really think about things. Be like, do I really want an alcoholic drink? Or do I want one just because I'm on vacation and I feel like I need to drink a drink? Um, Do I really need this greasy appetizer? Like, Like, out of everything, maybe I just really, really want a dessert. Like, perfect example, we were out to eat at a nice restaurant the other day. And I did get a drink. It was okay. Um, And then I got the main course. And I was like, ooh, I really want dessert. We skipped on the appetizer because I was like, I'd rather have something sweet. At the end, and like my desserts are like holy grail for me. <laughs> um, and and at the end of the dinner, I was like, oh, I'm just so full. I only finished like half my food, and I was like, I'm just so full. I don't even want dessert. And and Derek was like, really? <laughs> I said, yeah. I just I really don't want it. And so we didn't get dessert, which they had really really good tempting desserts. But I just, I literally did not want it. I would make myself sick if I ate it. And I just didn't. I ended up not eating dessert and I was fine the rest of the night. Um, I feel like once you get over that initial, um, like, want, it's it's fine. <laughs> and it's easier the more times that you do it. So again, it comes back to being more mindful and aware. And again, if you're, like, starving and you're, like, ready to crush some food and you and you seriously love, like, the appetizers, the drinks, the desserts, by all means, go do all of it. But, like I said, for those who are more conscious, this is a great way to implement that moderation is just choose one. Um, And then last but not least, we have three, which is continue your healthy habits. And when I say this, I don't mean you have to literally continue your exact routine that maybe you were doing right before vacation. I'm saying just continue like normal, basic healthy habits because I feel like people get this all or nothing mindset where 
were like, okay, I work so hard throughout the week and my nine to five and I grind, 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 grind. And then I'm on vacation. So now I'm just gonna like let loose. It's like a Catholic schoolgirl when she graduates and you know, you're just doing everything bad just because you can. And that's that. No, 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 no. When you're on vacation, what do you have control over? Hydration. That's a big one. Traveler's constipation is real. Um, because a lot of the times, maybe where we're at, we're just not available to that extra water intake. Bring a water bottle with you. Bring like a refillable water bottle. Even if you're on a plane, if it's not filled with water, you're allowed to bring it with you. Um, so definitely bring one of those. And just, like, anytime you go somewhere, try to grab, like, a bottle of water to take with you if you don't have the capacity to bring, like, a refillable one. Um, I've done this a lot more, and it's been helpful because I used to go, like, hours (laughs) without drinking water, mainly because I pee a lot, and I know that's a big fear. Um, But if you're truly dehydrated and you drink water, it shouldn't go right through you usually. So again, try to stay hydrated. That's number one. Helps with hunger, fullness, energy, so many great things. Um, trying Food-wise, trying to get a serving of veggies and protein in each meal. Um, you can have some pretty bomb meals while still getting like protein and veggies. So, you know, as long as you get like a chicken, a meat, um, beans, you know, just something in there. Beef. Did I say chicken or meat? Like chicken isn't meat. I meant like like chicken, beef, uh, steak, burger, like different things like that. Those are all protein. Okay. Um, and then just maybe instead of going for french fries and mac and cheese, you could pick one or the other and then do a serving of veggies. <laughs> um, whether it be like green beans or mixed veggies or asparagus. And a lot of times it tastes really good because they know how to properly cook their vegetables and flavor them when most people really don't know how to properly cook your vegetables so they taste good. Um, so it's usually an enjoyable experience. <laughs> Um, so that's another simple one that you can do, but there's a lot of different stuff, even going back to like the movement, um, trying to take some of your supplements along just so you're like filling the nutrient gaps, like a multivitamin, uh, different things like that really do make a difference. It, it, it's like drinking Gatorade at the end of the night before you fall asleep after drinking and you wake up and you don't necessarily have that bad of a headache anymore, right? If we prep a little bit, um, and we're just a little bit more, uh, mindful of what we're doing, it, it kind of takes away some of that, like, stress around the vacation. And some, we won't have to, you know, rebound as hard when we come back. You know, we won't have as much inflammation. Our body won't be holding on to as much sodium. Maybe our water weight isn't up as much and maybe we can feel more energized and just like ease back into our routine of working out because we were more mindful of taking walks and moving. So it was a lot easier of a transition. And one, well, two, two things actually I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I can actually relate to this on a smaller scale, like this past weekend, like sometimes I'm like, I go out to eat and like weekends, we just go out and do fun stuff. But I was like, I actually move a good bit. Like 
the other day we did a four mile hike like it doesn't feel like a lot but that's a lot (laughs) it was hot out we were sweating and it was a good amount of movement you know you're walking you're getting a lot of steps in so a four mile hike but it was enjoyable because you were out in nature and um then what else did we do we did something else oh yard work like yard work oh my god makes you sweat you're moving a lot and um I wash the cars and detail the cars another very tedious and um energy energy consuming task so um I wish I would have worn my my zone to track my calories oh my god if you want to hear like a fun (laughs) it's not a fun update but like when I was like oh my god it was because my cat pushed over my plant that is getting sunlight and knocked the soil all over the ground yay binks (laughs) but I'll clean it up after I'm done recording because I only have a couple minutes left um but I was talking about like burning the calories with my my zone from doing those things because if you don't remember uh, way back, there was an episode I talked about wearing my my zone with um, snow shoveling. I think it was for like unconventional ways to like exercise and move. And I burned over 2000 calories shoveling snow and it was sweaty. I mean, it didn't feel like a workout. It felt like it was work, but it didn't feel like a workout, if that makes sense. Um, I felt like I've worked harder during a workout and I've not burned as many calories. So just a thought. Um, so you really can't get that movement in while enjoying or just doing like normal outdoor activities. So just be mindful of that. But the last thing I wanted to chat with you about was, um, at the end of the post, if you didn't see, I am running a special, um, for my fit at home guide. This is actually an amazing deal. It's only going to be nine bucks okay nine bucks for my downloadable pdf which you get 30 total workouts 15 body weight only workouts and 15 minimal equipment so some of them might need bands some might need light dumbbells or kettlebells or a medicine ball and a lot of those are modifiable even if you don't have equipment um so it's really worth it and i made this guide because i wanted it to be kind of like your go-to guide um where you can pick workouts so it's not um like organized into a training split they're just kind of one-off workouts that you can mix and match and the goal of it is is like I said if you're on vacation and you want like a simple body weight workout that's maybe 15 minutes you could look through and be like you know what I feel like picking this one today um or the weather's bad it's rainy and you don't feel like going to the gym or whatever I feel like picking this workout or you can only work from home or you don't have access to a gym these are what that is for or you just want to work out at home (laughs) or you have limited equipment whatever it may be that's what these are for and they all have the demo videos in them and I'm actually giving you a month of um, app access into my fitness app Um, all of the workouts are in there with like the videos and you could log your sets and reps and weights and you get access to all the features in the app too, like syncing up your Fitbit, your Apple Watch, your Garmin. Um, you get access to my meal planning feature, which is a great opportunity for you to test that out and just play around with the app, see um, how it works for you. But yeah, only nine bucks. And I wanted to make this affordable, especially now, just because, oh my God, gas around here is over like $5 a gallon um inflation everything is like going up insanely like i've seen almost every product in the grocery stores up like 50 cents to a dollar 
um, that adds up. <laughs> so yeah, I want to make it affordable for you and it doesn't seem like wages are going up. So that's fun. But yeah, only nine bucks. Um, if you need something that you want, like some go-to workouts for your summer, this is a great option or just really any time. And like I said, you get that one month of training app access with it. So if you want it, the link is in my um, Instagram bio. It is also in the show notes of this episode. But yeah, with that, I will close this out. I have some dirt to clean up from my mischievous boy. <laughs> um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, be sure to give it five stars. If you can, Spotify makes it really easy on the homepage. You can just like rate it. You don't even have to leave a review. Um, but if you listen through Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a written review. That would really mean a lot to me. It's a very small but significant way for you to show your support. Until next time. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Busy Women Fitness Driven is my Facebook group. Um, if you would like to just search it and uh, request to join uh, if you're not in there already. Because that's where I'm going to be talking a little bit more in depth as well um, with my summer session things. Like I'm going to try to do some Facebook lives, some exclusive downloads in there, things like that. So if you haven't been in there, join it. Okay, now I'm done. Have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye.